are you? It's Ian Whitworth from the Undisruptible website and book. We've got a classic hit story this week because it's a long weekend where I live and lots of other states in Australia and the data shows that nobody reads these stories the day after a long weekend. Elon Musk was in the news last week tweeting about his Cybertruck and the fact that it will function briefly as a boat. So we're just going to pull out this story from a couple of years ago, which is still absolutely relevant. Tesla Cybertruck and the Art of Rejecting Advice. You might have noticed Elon Musk launched a new Tesla last week, the Cybertruck, and oh, the internet reviewers are not pleased with it. No, looks like it was designed on Microsoft Paint. My 12-year-old brother drew a truck like that on his school bag. And so on. I'll admit, I'm not attracted to the Cybertruck either, despite wanting an electric car real bad. Statistically speaking, you probably aren't either. And our opinion matters about as much as your dog's thoughts on global tariff policy. We are not the target market. So much business stupidity and failure comes from believing that everyone likes what you and your uniform bunch of friends like. Socials, in particular, are an infinite resource of garbage advice. A key part of the art of business is having the confidence to reject torrents of worthless advice because if you listen to it, you'll get nothing done, particularly anything that involves creative or innovation. There's so much instant, ill-considered feedback available on anything new. Most people hate anything new with a psychotic passion. Change makes them so uncomfortable. You get this a lot with rebrands. My God, people hate a new logo. When big brands change their identity, there's always a storm of indignation from online cranks whose tweets fuel the next day's media coverage. They get really huffy when they read a new global bank logo cost a million dollars. A million dollars! I could have done it for half that, say random punters whose own design skills peaked with a garage sale flyer in Microsoft Word Art. It's easy to think these random keyboard spasms are a useful gauge of market sentiment. No, these troll pinions are a waste of your valuable time. They're the product version of all those TripAdvisor freaks who hate new places, people, and fun. If you want advice, go and talk to people who've actually spent money on your kind of product. Musk is doing the world a major favour by electrifying a product sector dominated by monstrous gas guzzlers. And people who want massive truck power will want Cybertruck. If you don't have or want a truck, shut up. Update from last week, old mate Elon tweeted this about Cybertruck. Cybertruck will be waterproof enough to serve briefly as a boat so it can cross rivers, lakes and even seas that aren't too choppy. That, briefly as a boat line, is algorithmic genius. People love to jump in, correct things and make jokes about how stupid Elon Musk is because an armchair could function briefly as a boat, ha ha ha, which turned the whole thing into a meme frenzy and Musk got exactly the exposure he wanted. He knows what he's doing, and he doesn't have to get his copy signed off by a committee at head office who would say, this could lead to negative coverage in some quarters, we cannot approve this. I've written before about the value of more heads being across business decisions. It works in management. I'm told it's good for surgical opinions and high court decisions. The parliamentary democracy gives you better, saner decisions. For creative decisions... I'm sorry, but the full dictatorship works better. You find someone with the epic vision, and you let them bring that bastard to life. There'll be input and support from others, 
but the final decision is made by one person who answers only to their own quality ethic. People like that are hard to find, and they're easily demoralised by creative input from Janelle from HR. I'm a pretty collaborative decision maker across our businesses. I bow out of technical decisions because I trust our people, and my technical skills are from the MySpace era. But there are creative marketing calls to be made, and here's how that works. It's my f***ing decision, and I'm not interested in anyone else's stupid opinion on what colour they prefer or whatever. Fortunately, my business partners are cool with it when I go, we should launch our own alcohol brand, or buy a private jet as a PR caper. Links to those capers in the notes below. Because it'll make our brand more profitable in the long term. Timidity is the enemy of your future profit margins. Side note, in my old corporate job, there was a polyester shirt guy who fancied himself as a marketing expert. And with each campaign, he'd weigh in with, Oh, it's not corporate enough. Or... This makes us look like we're not serious. After fighting him for a while, I realised he was a valuable part of the process, in that if he didn't hate something, it was not interesting enough, and so it went straight in the bin. That system worked really well. Keyboard coaching is done in a vacuum without any strategic context. Maybe there's a perfectly valid reason for the Cybertruck's look. I've linked to an interesting Twitter thread talking about why it's like that. Summed up, that brutal design allows it to be a $40,000 truck, not a $70,000 truck, because panel curves and paint are expensive. So Cybertruck can be mass market rather than a niche status symbol. Pretty important point to miss if you're just judging it as a piece of artwork. What's your Cybertruck? I mean, you and I aren't Elon Musk. He's an interesting rich maniac, but interesting and mildly successful is 99% as good. If you have a smaller business... You can still make wild-ass calls using Cybertruck thinking, even if it's only the design of your website or your packaging. You have a choice between blazing an amazing trail that you'll look back on with pride in a decade, or settling on being the fourth-best imitator of someone else's proven product. Plenty of people choose the latter and do okay, but it's not getting me out of bed in the morning. Your competitors in big companies don't have that choice because they have risk committees and layers of bureaucratic opinion havers who will fiddle with it until it looks exactly the same as everything else in the market, because that makes them comfortable, and comfort is all they care about. They may have more money and bigger buildings than you, but you're free to make things interesting. That's your biggest competitive advantage. Time to musk up, people. Hey, another way to be more interesting is to read my book, Undisruptable Timeless Business Truths for Thriving in a World of Nonstop Change, out on Penguin Random House. Every week since it came out, it's the number one review-rated business book on Booktopia. So get into it on electronic, audiobook, or classic paper book. Check it out. And if you're new around here, I do a story like this every Tuesday. So hit follow on your audio platform, and we'll see you next week. Bye now.